Imagine waking up one morning, and instead of the usual blue, the sky was painted black with smog, and the grass was dead with rot, the atmosphere being poisoned with our own mistakes. That's the kind of world we will live in if we continue to ignore what is happening. The climate has been changing for millions of years, but never this fast. Why? Because humans abusing resources has led to an increased carbon emissions and other atrocities. And this has caused the Earth to increase in temperature through greenhouse gases. These also trap heat within the atmosphere, branching out into other problems. Um, I've heard that this has led to many other changes in the atmosphere um, and in the climate overall. This is happening in the fastest and most dangerous way possible since the existence of humans. So what do we do now? Well, we can find effective ways to change the direction of our climate, or we can work harder to care about our Earth. But even trying our hardest, we are still unable to change. In our lives, we will experience many things that will be affected by climate change, and our future relies on our actions to change the direction of their lives. Things like hurricanes might increase in severity, and animals will go extinct that rely on seasonal routine. And us humans will suffer the consequences of our actions, unless we can change this. This means that climate change is a bigger problem than we think. It affects everyone everywhere, and soon it will get worse and worse, until it will be impossible to stop, ignore, control. Whether you think climate change is ruining our world or not, we need to make a change, and we need to make it fast. Our names are Ali, Izzy, and Thomas, and we are from the Franklin School of Innovation. And together, with college professor and expert mammologist Liesl Erb, we are going to get to the bottom of how this is affecting the animals, humans, and the world as a whole. Humans are indisputably the leading cause of climate change, whether we want to believe it or not, and while there are many factors in play, humans are by far the largest regardless of any other factor. Apparently, there are 10-year floods and droughts every other year, and the ice caps have been melting at a faster rate than ever before. Liesl Erb mentions this. Um, there is data to show that climate is changing, and in fact, the debate is not around whether climate um, is, uh, it is changing or has changed. It has changed over millennia, over the billions of years that our planet has been here. Some of the debate is around how much um, humans have been the drivers for those changes, um, but certainly there is very compelling evidence, and as a scientist, having looked at those data, I'm quite convinced that humans have played a role uh, in a very large one in the last um, almost four decades now, uh, increasing our global temperature as a whole. Our world is changing as is our environment, and even our future is at stake, and all because of one simple trait that all of us humans share, greed. No matter how many resources humans have, we always need and want more. We got tired of having to use metal for everything, so we switched to plastic. We got a taste of this new luxury, this resource that we found it was easy to use and cheap to make, and many more like it. So we mass produced these things, sapping Mother Earth's already limited natural resources and spitting the waste out into her lungs. Climate is a phenomenon that is influenced by a lot of things. However, in recent years, the dominant driver of the shifts we've seen toward warmer um, temperatures globally, and it's important to note that those are global changes. We see these polar vortex events. Those are actually driven by a warming Arctic 
right? So as the polar ice caps are melting, that's destabilizing the jet stream and bringing cold temperatures down onto our continent in North America here. And so um, that's due to global um, increases in temperature that lead to destabilization and more um, variation in climate. And carbon emissions are the leading cause of accelerated global warming, and this is the biggest cause of climate change. But this can't be easily fixed or controlled. The quickest and easiest way to get rid of the problem would be to stop all of the factories and emissions to attempt to curb the pollution. But to do that, Allie, would be to take away everything new that's being produced, leaving hundreds jobless and many, many more without products we have grown to rely on as a species. While this is all notable, we should be thinking about the big picture. But if you still don't believe us, just look at the numbers. They don't lie. Exactly. There are approximately 10 million factories across the entire world. Each factory pours an average of 382 tons of carbon into the atmosphere. And that makes 38.2 billion tons of carbon dumped into the atmosphere in a year. It takes 70,000 milligrams per meter of carbon to kill a person, and it takes much less to kill animals and plants. Yeah, wow. Um, the future and the world, hearing this, is at risk because of this. Here's an example of this, in the form of something maybe unexpected. Why don't you tell us a little bit about this, Allie? Bats are a family of animals that live in diverse range of climates. Some species of bats are migratory, while the vast majority must find a place to hibernate for winter. For migratory bats, climate change is either leading them to leave later or killing them off with a sudden frost, or even forcing them to leave earlier so they miss the food they need when they come back to their homes. Bats that hibernate have a whole different level of struggle, with less reliable weather causing them to wake up too early and freeze to death or to wake up too late and to miss the food that they need. If you think about what's going to cause any species to decline, it's going to be its own survival. So maybe it's just thermally sensitive. That's part of the problem with a pika or a bat, right? They can overheat easily or get or freeze very easily because they're small. Um, for a other species it might be indirect effects like food sources being affected or um, or uh, their nesting grounds you know or, or breeding grounds. Bats can also suffer from a horrible biological pathogen called white-nose syndrome. What is that? Um, white-nose syndrome is what wakes them constantly during their hibernation and they can't find food to replenish fats or to stay warm so consequently they starve to death. Bats are a very misunderstood group of species. We call that a taxon. Um, most people's first reaction is, ah, uh, creepy. We tend to associate them with Halloween. We tend to, people think they get caught in your hair, that they all have rabies. In fact, the raccoons that you see much more frequently than you see bats are much more likely to give you rabies than a bat is. Although their history is of being stereotyped as signs of evil, and a symbol of Halloween has painted them as being a menace to the world, bats are actually quite the opposite. Bats eat many insects that destroy crops and infect people with fatal diseases. And if their population, which is, by the way is already being threatened, was to decline or be completely wiped out, the result would be much more catastrophic towards the plants that feed our people. Also, the decrease in bat population would cause a significant increase in diseases transmitted by biting fleas and insects. And that is definitely not a good thing, as many of these diseases cannot be cured. But climate change's reach is not merely limited to animals or the untamed wilderness, but extends to almost every branch of life on Earth. That includes humans. 
that means we can end up destroying ourselves with our own luxuries. We are corrupting the resources that nature has provided us with, and we are destroying the generations of our future. Children do not get to live the lives they deserve. Many are losing their homes. Many in nations like China are forced to wear gas masks just to leave their homes, and entire nations are starving, all because of climate change. Liza Erb talks about our, our own personal experience, one that is very heartbreaking. Um, I ended up bringing my daughter home. I was, uh, she was born in September. I brought her home from the hospital in a hurricane. And then there were a series of multiple hurricanes in, in her first four months of life. I mean, that wow. is, um, yeah, that is something that uh, we've always had hurricanes. But the frequency and the intensity of those hurricanes living here in the southeast has gotten uh, certainly worse in recent, um, recent decades. And Many people are affected by climate change and global warming. So ask your friends and ask your families. Let them tell you their stories. Even something as insignificant as strawberries can affect us in monumental ways. That those affect when the when Florida's strawberries freeze, none of us have those strawberries, right? So um, anything that affects our farmers is something that affects us all as well. The U.S. produces roughly 1.5 million tons of strawberries each year. Each ton of strawberries costs about $2,000, making the average amount of money made off of strawberries each year in the U.S. totals to be about $3 billion each year. Quoting the Global Change Research Program, today these and other aspects of climate change are having increasingly complex and important impacts on the American economy and quality of life. We have gotten so used to routine, so unaware of other things going on in our own worlds, but as some, at some point we have to realize that our world will suffer if we don't make a change. This is your future. Are you willing to save it? Well, here's how. The only way to fix the monster we have created and to save the world we are destroying, our mother that we have poisoned with our greed and ambition is just like it was started, together. And no, it might not affect everyone right now. And no, you may not be starving, but put yourself in another's shoes for one second. What if it was you that was living in a place that was becoming increasingly more treacherous by the day, so much that you were afraid to send your children to school? These are real scenarios, and it is affecting people across the world in thousands of different ways. They are almost powerless to stop it sometimes, but you are not. We can fix this. And we are completely capable of changing our lives and the lives of those in the future. It may seem crazy, and it may seem that you cannot make a difference, but you can. And all you have to do is to stand up against climate change by doing things like recycling. And by informing our fellow students and fellow citizens of Asheville, and by spreading the word, we can save lives of the animals and plants that share our world, and we can save our future as humans. We can live happily without worrying about the issues caused by global warming. And by using minimal effort, we can do the manageable thing, something as simple as recycling. Our call to action to you and to us ourselves at the Franklin School of Innovation, we are going to educate the outside world about recycling and how it can change the lives of those affected and how it can prevent others from being affected. We're the Franklin School of Innovation. And we are ready for a change. Are you? 
Thank you to Liesl Erb for helping us create this podcast. Thank you to the Franklin School teachers for making this opportunity possible. And thank you for listening because you are helping us spread the knowledge of climate change so our future generations will have a better life.